Well, here we go. Stocks closed higher again. And how much longer can this rally last? So will we see a retracement this week? And how, how does all of this affect our existing position? So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Morgan. Today is Tuesday, December 19th. And this show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And honestly, what's happening in the markets, Mark? I mean, we just talked about it. Same old, same old, higher again. That's what we see, Marcus, and it looks like the S&P is set to have another higher day. Uh, and uh, what, about 1% away from its record close? Yeah, I mean, we can zoom out here a little bit so that we see it, but uh, we are definitely close to making record highs here. I mean, the Dow already there. The Dow just every day making a new record high. I mean, a few days ago, we cleared about the Dow moving above 37,000. Now we're already at 37,500. I mean, just up, up and away. Yeah. S&P 5,000, next resistance level? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, we talked about it earlier, right? I mean, the, the, the NASDAQ, we, we haven't been talking a lot about NASDAQ because the NASDAQ right now is not yet making any new all-time highs. And it's actually quite far away. But uh, I mean... How much is the Nasdaq up for the year? It's insane. Did you see this? Yeah, I made a guess because I haven't been following recently and I was wrong. Up 42% year to date almost. This is like, what? What the heck? I mean, I, I thought it would be 30% and I saw that this morning and I thought, we need to share this because that's kind of insane. So no surprise that the Nasdaq is lagging here. And I mean, there's no new catalyst. If you look at the economic calendar, I mean, we had housing uh, permits and starts that came out today um, slightly better than expected. No surprise. I mean, interest rates are much, much lower. Uh, so if you take a look here at uh, the 10-year yield, uh, we see that the 10-year yield just keeps falling. And uh, I mean, this is bringing mortgage rates down. Mortgage rates now below 7% again. That's positive. That, I mean, that's a, a good thing. We we know that there will be that impact um, because there were concerns about rates staying higher and, and how that could trickle into the economy even more because of refinances and or refinancing and what might take place when uh, you have those, um, you know, five, seven, 10 year deals coming up for uh, renewal and having to pay huge, huge uh, interest on it. Yeah, so crude oil also higher again. I mean, this is where just across the board, it's green, 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 green. And I mean, even here, if we, uh, if you take a look at our heat map, uh, we, we see mostly green. A little bit surprising, NVIDIA down, but also NVIDIA just had a killer year. If we look at uh, NVIDIA, oops, NVDA, uh, the symbol, and uh, we see where NVIDIA stands for the year. Um, I don't even have the, here it is. 231% for the year. I mean, wow. come on, this is where at some point, yes, we do see some profit taking. I'm a little bit surprised that we don't see it overall in the market. It is interesting. I mean, we knew that with the underperformance in semis last year that we had the potential to outperform, but I would have never guessed 240%. I, I did see a note that, so Bank of America, uh, they 
one of their uh, analysts uh, was looking at some data and Wall Street fund managers, half of them expect weaker global growth ahead, but with investors, seven out of 10 investors expect a Goldilocks scenario where we have a, a soft landing and actually their allocation in cash is the lightest it's been uh, since uh, April, 2021. So it looks like money's back in the market. Yeah, I saw this here. I mean, uh, the, the Spider uh, ETF, uh, the SPY, reported a net inflow of 20 billion just yesterday in a day. So it says it's unclear how many different sources contributed to the amount, but it's showing money is moving off the sidelines and into the market. And I mean, this would basically say, okay, the rally is not over. Right now, everybody is coming back into the market after the money has been sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, and it was interesting because yesterday had a lot of inflow, but I saw that on Friday, the inflow into the S&P, uh, SPY was the largest since its inception in 1993. And there could have been a few factors there, including the rebalancing there uh, of uh, the S&P 500 and Uber being added. But still, just money is in the market again, and volatility is low. Yeah, fear has left the building. I mean, we are hovering around 12. I mean, after we dipped uh, below 12 a few days ago, right now at 12 and a half in the VIX, the fear index that's measuring the volatility. Uh, but yeah, we are still at multi-year lows if we zoom out a little bit. And we're talking about the lows that we haven't seen since 2019. Interesting to see. Yeah. Markets are going to go up. Can it last forever? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, no up move lasts forever. At some point, we'll see a retracement. Then we'll see some good stuff. But uh, we, we can take a look at how this affects our positions. But before we do this, we also have our holiday calendar. Um, have you peeked at the holiday calendar this morning? I did. <laughs> Because this we have a video a here of us, actually, and uh, I have it here. What do you think? Should we play the video? It's like 50 seconds. Why not? Why not? Why not? Right? I mean, let's uh, let's see if we can play the video. <laughs> well, I think it's a fun video. <laughs> Kevin made this. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So hard to say who won. Anyhow, yeah, uh, I, I think I, I think I had it though. <laughs> I mean, story of this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, if you look at the scanners, there's not much going on. I mean, we talked about XOM this morning um, because XOM we have been trading it right now. The 102 strike would be available. 
for us, not too interesting. We're more interested in the 100 strikes. So right now, not too surprising. I mean, we're in the week before Christmas. Next week is the Christmas week. Uh, so traditionally, the markets are slower, so not a whole lot going on. But uh, I mean, there there's a movement in our positions. I mean, first of up here, uh, uh, not any CSIQ. I wanted to bring up CSIQ. I mean, this morning, scratching 26, pulling back a little bit, but still up 1.6%. And this has to do with more interest in, in solar, Marcus. We're seeing upgrades. Uh, Sonova, uh, they jumped 5% with a Piper Sandler upgrade. Uh, there was the concerns. What was it um, that had the ongoing concern or, or growth? Uh, SPWR, SunPower. Yeah. So SunPower yesterday was was tanking, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean this was just one of the companies, and uh, this is where we also see the the income statement not looking too good. I mean, compare this to a to a CSIQ, which has a super solid income statement, and uh, yeah, I mean Enphase. I mean all solar stocks are moving higher here. Uh, Enphase up six percent for um, for the day, and uh, I mean they also moved much 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 lower as you can see. Than CSIQ here. I mean, CSIQ sure. not pulling back as much, so therefore others are catching up quicker. Uh, but yeah, moving in the right direction. Loving this for sure. Yeah, and phase in for solar, the biggest advancers in the S and P five hundred today. Yeah, and we know that first solar was also uh, one of the stocks that that really got hammered. So good for them. I mean, bringing back up here CSIQ. So far, so good. I mean, up one and a half percent was up as much as three percent earlier. And we know that in solar stocks, there is some volatility. That's why we have been trading it. Sure. All right. NEE, our little buddy, just keeps plugging along here. I mean, it's kind of like the little engine that could, right? So, I mean, we, we went up to as high as 65, came back. Um, I'm really hoping that uh, this uh, resistance level here uh, becomes support level. We'll see. And that we have another attack up there and then hopefully being able to sell calls i'm willing to sell calls here uh, between my break even and my cost basis what are your thoughts you know typically i really like the idea of selling calls at my cost basis and even if something pulls back i, I could be patient we've seen that recently where the stocks that we'd been in for a while they just made a move right back to the cost basis and beyond so if we're picking good stocks i, I think that patience is key and and we see time and time again that we are rewarded with yeah. this said nee has really demonstrated some much lower volatility than we typically experience with a wheel type trade meaning that there's less premium so i i agree this one out of everything that i've traded this year I'm not interested in, in just taking a loss to be done with this because it does pay a good dividend and it's moving right back up to where we want it. But out of the, the group, this one is one I would, I'm ready to free up that buying power to put it to better use. Oh, I agree. All right, and then we have UPS. I mean, this might be an interesting one. So UPS, uh, my cost basis is at 157.50. I sold the calls at 160. Right now, we are still trading above it, but if we see a little bit more of a pullback, I might be able to roll my calls. How is your 165 calls? I mean, you're already making some good money on this one, right? 
Yeah, that's what I was just checking. This morning it was up a little bit, uh, but I'm curious where we're at now. And I'm torn on this one too because I like UPS and it, this was one where you got in at a much better level. Uh, 45% up on the 165 calls now. No so doing okay, but not the exit I want yet. Yeah. All right. So, um, I mean, we, we look for uh, some new trades, but there's not going on. I mean, I have my little watch list here where I was looking at American Express just moving higher. Uh, Chevron um, with oil being higher today, not too much going on. Uh, General Motors didn't see anything super exciting there. Um, IWM definitely too high the strike price uh, if you go there. So and uh, I mean the most interesting one I think this morning was XOM, and uh, we'll see. I mean I really want to wait until crude oil pulls back a little bit. I mean with crude oil being higher one and a half percent, and this is where we also look at uh, the stock here. Uh, being up, uh, where are we for the day? 1.1%. I really want to see that we move lower and then uh, hopefully we can sell the 100 or 99 strike. That's what I'm thinking, Marcus. I mean, oil can be a little streaky at times. So, you know, it, it is on a five day win streak, but I could see a, a little pullback where those uh, oil and gas plays just, it, it gives us better premium or better strike prices or both compared to what we get today. Did you say streaky or sticky? <laughs> Oil could be streaky, streaky. And sticky. And, and <laughs> sticky. <laughs> good point, good point. I mean, I'm just saying that like sometimes oil could, could go on these prolonged moves higher or lower. Um, so maybe a five day win streak isn't the craziest thing that it's ever happened to oil, but uh, I could see a pullback here this week where we get some nice opportunities. And yes, oil can be sticky and streaky. <laughs> yeah. All right, looking at Bitcoin, Bitcoin's uh, rally seem to have stalled, but still super impressive, up 156% year to date. Uh, but it, it seems yeah. that the 45,000 level here acts as some support. Yep. Well, and then looking at the S&P, uh, still marching higher. Look at this on a five minute chart right now, trading at highs of the day. So nothing can stop the markets just yet. And uh, looking ahead at the economic calendar, I don't think that anything this week can. I mean, consumer confidence is expected to come in higher than expected. Even if it's coming in slightly lower than expected, I don't think that this is derailing the market. Final GDP, there will be no surprise there in core PCE index. I mean, if there is a huge surprise uh, that this comes in much hotter than expected, then maybe. But right now, we also see that uh, the probabilities are not changing. I mean, this is what we have been looking at for the past few days. You know, I but I disagree on, on uh, Friday's core PCE report. I, I think that traders... Like we know that sometimes when investors and traders get too complacent, then there is uh, uh, some interest in finding a reason to take profits, right? And maybe core PCE is that that profit taking move. I know it's going right into the holidays, and we typically see the Santa Claus rally. But is the market just a little too overdone right now with this rally, and our investors just 
trying to find an excuse to take some profits. That, that to me, is the unknown. I mean, we have been saying it for days that we are very suspicious of this. And uh, I believe also that investors are looking for it. Don't know if it will be the PC index, but there might be something else that is suddenly dragging the markets down. But hey, hey as long as it's not down between 44.70 and 45.30 by the end of the year, I'm, I'm totally okay with a pullback or rally. <laughs> I really should stop betting and you need to get bigger fridges. <laughs> Anyhow, well, we'll be here to cover it all along. And uh, if you enjoyed today's video, give us a like and uh, also feel free to share the video. If this is your first time here, uh, consider subscribing because this way you get notified whenever we go live. And we'll be back here tomorrow. I mean, one of these days, something will happen in the markets. We will have opportunities, so you don't want to miss it. See you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.